Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Tua might be gone for the season, but he isn't forgotten for the NFL draft season. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. Mike Glass III's future CFL agent, and with me, as always, is AJ, I will possess your heart, Marchese. How I wish you could see the potential, the potential of Cepho and Snake. <laughs> Today we're going to break down all of the 2020 NFL draft prospects who made waves in week 12 of college football. Then we'll preview and pick the week 13 matchups. Let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Going out to Vegas maybe Looking for a young or a two Don't draft a running back on the first day Don't draft a running back on the second day Maybe draft one on the third Or don't Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Guys, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever opportunity arises. Let me tell you about a time an opportunity arised. For me, full stomach, it was the morning, just ate about 10 flapjacks, three plates of eggs and downed it all with a big jug of eggnog <laughs> then I popped my blue chew took my la- lady upstairs and I did the god's work <laughs> she's due in nine months congratulations and if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts like I did while impregnating my future wife Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy and reading bag magazines, and best of all, no more awkwardnesses. That's not <laughs> that. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. 
Again, that's BLUEChew.com. Promo code armchair to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. The, the, the way you said Des Morning, I thought you were going to say Des Moines. I was, I was really excited for that story. I blocked that. I have no idea what anything I just said was. <laughs> anyway. That's not a side effect from Blue Chew, by the way. Not a side effect. That's a, a side effect from heavy drinking. Yeah. Senior Bowl Tracker Talk. Handful more of acceptances since the last time we spoke. Starting with a big running back get. And, you know, this school's the school to go to apparently this year for Senior Bowl players. Uh, running back Zach Moss. Yeah, Utah is the official school of the Senior Bowl. Jim Nagy said I heard that. Which I love. Because yeah. <laughs> they, they are loaded. And I watched them just stomp UCLA and it was, got me really excited for the Senior Bowl. Uh, you know, quick interjection, who wins the Pac-12? Championship game. Oregon. Yeah. I'm super excited for it, though, because I think the winner gets into the playoffs. It's going to happen, right, finally, for the Pac-12? Anyways. Uh, I hope so. I think it's going to. Anyways, Zach Moss, uh, one of the more exciting senior running back gets that you can have. I think the best senior running back in the country. Exactly. So, uh, exciting. No, he's, he's I like, I think if, like, outside of the injuries, there's mm-hmm. few concerns with his game. Elite contact balance, maybe not the the best long speed, but even against UCLA, the, he had a, he ripped off a big run. The burst is there. He's though. also like in, yeah in tons. He, he's twitchy. Yeah. He's twitchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also adds a lot as a pass catcher. Like he's they don't use him consistently mm-hmm. in that way, but even again against UCLA, at one point they just lined him up um, at slot and ran a slant to him, and he just pulled off a bunch of yak, and it was sick. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite players. Who's your, running backs. Who's your comp, Rob? The, Sorry to jump on you, too. I just wanted to know. It's it's pretty high because I, I mean, you you might have also used this comp on a oh smaller school <laughs> running back last year. It's Frank Frank. Yeah, I remember. Okay, I did use that comp. Yeah, like I, I totally. I I've, I think I've seen a couple Kareem Hunt ones too, and I see that mm-hmm. like that totally makes sense too with the combination of like rare contact balance ability as a pass catcher and maybe not the most athletic guy in the world it, but yeah it's kind of crazy how quickly they used hunt in the passing game in cleveland by the way yeah anyways uh, he, he he's done an awesome job yeah but uh yeah i think if that like if not for the knee injury last year zach moss would have come out mm-hmm. and i think would have been at least the second running back off the board yeah he would have been in that conversation for sure um a another uh, a Canadian Whoa. is headed to the Senior Bowl. Chase Claypool, the wide receiver from Notre Dame. Nice, coming off a big week this week too. Three touchdowns, right? Yeah, he, he four. Oh fuck, four. Yeah, he 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 looked great um, against Navy. Just a, a big jump ball receiver, mm-hmm. great in contested catch situations. I think it's a good get. They have a lot of big receivers so far. I'm still waiting for the like the uh, more route runner yeah. types to. Mm-hmm. Except like the uh, t- like Tyler Johnson's the number one guy I want there, but like KJ Hill would be another yeah, interesting one too. For sure. Um, but yeah, just lots of big body guys so far. And it's true. Um, yeah. Also, Cincinnati tight end just uh, Josiah Deguara, adding to a kind of quietly stacked tight end group at the scene. It's gonna like so far it's up there for the most interesting position group to watch. Yeah, and Deguara is kind of a guy who's been a late riser, mm-hmm. I would say. Like, he, what was it, week? One or two? Week, 
week one they played on like a Thursday, so everybody was watching. He put a pretty big game together, yeah. and he was also their best guy against Ohio State. Yeah. Um, a really uh, more of an H back type, but really ferocious blocker. Uh, I I liked him a lot. I I think he adds a lot in the act. Like I think top ten tight end type. Um, maybe the most low key but high end get for the Senior Bowl this week. Oregon guard Shane Lemieux. I think that's a good get. Uh, he's I think ar- arguably the best guard in the country. Yeah, you know what? The the, the guard position the draft is a little murky still. It's weak. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 weaker right now. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a very center heavy interior line. It's true, which we um, we haven't seen in a while. With with Lemieux, I I think just a, a guy who's gonna look awesome in one on ones because mm-hmm. he's nasty as hell. Um, I think he's he's got the like the ability to be a day two guy. Uh, I believe he is my number one. Guy. Yeah, he's only behind centers on my interior line uh, rankings right now. Um, but yeah, really well built, strong in the run game, works to the second level consistently, big time finisher. The the leader of that senior offensive line at Oregon as well. Mm-hmm. It, it, so you're saying he's going to be a guy that goes to Mobile and comes out as a day two lock and maybe the best guard? Yeah, no, like I, I again, like you said, the guard group's really murky. Yeah. Um, especially, like, we don't know who's going to declare, obviously, but. Like, after Lemieux, one of, one of my guys is Natane Muti from Fresno State. Uh, we've, we've talked about Robert Hunt from Louisiana yeah. Lafayette already, yeah. uh, who's going to be at the Senior Bowl. If he kicks inside, I think he's in that conversation. I'm, I'm that high on him. Um, ben Bredesen also going to be at the Senior Bowl. He's in that conversation. But it's Logan Stenberg also. The, it's a lot of Senior Bowl guys mm-hmm. who are kind of competing uh, for top guard spot. But, yeah, it's kind of a weaker group right yep. now, in my opinion. Best part about it is these guards are going to be under fire at the Senior Bowl with that interior defensive line group. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Speaking of, Lucky Fotu is going to be there. Another potential day two guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, bi- the big nose tackle from Utah, who I've I've grown to love over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, 6'4", 330. Impressive quickness for a man of his size. I've got a Don Terry Poe comp on him. Maybe not quite the athlete Poe was coming out of Memphis, but I think si- similar skill set. Yeah, in, in terms of what they're going to do in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I mean, Don Terry Poe had so much hype coming into that draft. <laughs> it's nuts, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like. I, I think Fotu's going to do a lot for him. So I, I think potential top fifty pick even, um, just because I think a lot of the interior line group. Like if you look at it, um, obviously Derek Brown's going early, Ken Law's going early, mm-hmm. ne- Neville Gallimore, Marvin Wilson, uh, e- even Raquan Davis could all go in the first round. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, the, it's a bit of a, it's a little murkier, and I think Fotu's kind of right there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Edge, who kind of fell off the map, uh, Syracuse's Alton Robinson yeah. accepted his invite. There was some first-round hype with him earlier in the year. I know the Draft Network guys are huge on him. Uh, this is going to be really make-or-break for it's, him because his it's stock so has been all over. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that uh, Syracuse has been so bad this year, but... Yeah, high motor guy, really good with his hands. Yeah. Not the greatest athlete in the world. Doesn't have like the most flexibility bending the edge. Uh, seeing just him win consistently as a pass rusher in Mobile would be huge. 
Uh, also with him in the edge group, Bradley Anei, who I think is going to be a day three guy who just sticks around because he's so friggin' hair on fire and physical with his hands. Lots of love for I him, though. I, it, he could be. Yeah, no, he. it's been heating up recently. Yeah, I remember, like, obviously we talked about him in the summer and you liked him a lot and I liked him. Um, I feel like he could be a low-key riser. The Utah group's just fantastic. I think all the Utah guys going, it's going to do so much for their stock. Just so well coached. Just fit the mold of guys who win in Mobile. Sure. Uh, also, joining them on, on the edge, Khalid Cream from Notre Dame plays opposite Julian Aquara. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a guy who's just more of a lunch pail edge does his work um, like setting the edges of a run defender with a high motor, plays strong at the point of the attack. Not the most gifted pass rusher, so his stock could make or break. Yeah. Mobile. Yeah. Uh, then Troy Dye, Oregon linebacker, is going to be there. Huge week for him. Yes. I think it's not the greatest linebacker class in the world. I think after Isaiah Simmons and uh, if Dylan Moses comes mm-hmm. out, um, it's kind of completely up in the air. Kenneth Murray's really playing himself up. Yeah. Uh, I'm still livered, like, I still stand for Mar- uh, Marcus Bailey. Um, forever. Yes, um, but with his but injury, like Troy, yeah. Troy Dye could be in that top five for sure. I mean, Dye's a guy I think um, we both like for a couple of years now. Um, I, he's just so skinny. He's like six three two eighteen. I know, I know. But I, I think he can but get they, into that day two for sure. Well, well, if he yeah, especially if he stars in coverage in Mobile, yeah. like in one on ones with tight ends and running backs, it's going to make a massive difference for him. Um, yep. And then also linebacker Wyoming's Logan Wilson. Kind of a more surprising one. Seen some love out there for him, though? I haven't done much work on him yet, so I I don't want to say anything uh, damning on him yet. But, again, it's a very murky linebacker group, especially speaking of seniors, so I'm not surprised a guy like him is going to be there. Yeah. And then Notre Dame corner Troy Pride. I'm not the biggest fan of him. That's kind of mean. He's not an overly physical guy. I, I think Nichols his future in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going to be a big week for showing off cleaned up footwork and, and fluidity in his hips. Then pair of safeties, Alabama's Jared Maiden. Classic Alabama guy. Senior who kind of waited his time, finally getting some playing time this year. He's a guy who, like, he could really put it all together in Mobile for his draft stock. Yeah, I mean... We've seen guys like him do it before, right? Especially just in terms of his football IQ. Yeah. Um, I, the production in Alabama hasn't been great because, again, he hasn't played a ton until this year. Um, but a versatile guy who's like played overhang, who's played single high, who's played in the box, mm-hmm. kind of moved all over the place in their versatile secondary. So I, I think a huge week for him. Uh, and then Utah safety Terrell Burgess, who is my one of my favorite players in the entire draft, and I am so happy. He's a dude who he, he's they're gonna call him safety. He plays a ton of like that Buddha Baker Washington nickel role where you're just a defensive chess piece, mm-hmm. so physical, one of the cleanest tacklers in the secondary in the draft. Uh, awesome blitzer, insane instincts. I'm talking day two for Terrell Burgess. Whoa. He's one of my oh my god. Can't wait until we get some special wait. teams guys uh, accepting. Yeah, okay. That, is that where you're... That, that's your specialty. That's where I don't know anybody and... Whereas here, I know everybody and you don't seem to know anybody? Bam. Yeah, I have no idea any of those guys you just named. I, I, I know. But here's a group. Here's my little surprise for you, AJ. 
The senior bowl's not the only bowl. No, AJ, we're not going to do all of the acceptances. <laughs> okay, <for> <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd think I'd be like 45 names for the NFL PA Bowl to uh, go through now because it's like probably the least entertaining part of this podcast. Hey, the, the Shrine Bowl's got uh, a couple of good gets though, Rob, so I'm glad you brought it no, up. No, so, so, so I threw some I threw some down. I just wrote the notables. Uh, only one's from the NFL PA Bowl and more it's for me than you. Um, anyway, for the East West Shrine game, S- Steven Montez, yeah. Colorado's quarterback, yeah. and Florida International quarterback James Morgan. So Morgan, you, you hinted at that could be a potential mobile guy. Uh, didn't get there, but I still think there's gonna be like like Mason Fine's gonna be in mobile. Someone like that. There always there. is someone like that. I, that's why I, your your pick of Morgan made sense to me. But uh, we'll see. I mean, he could end up um, turning the shrine into the senior. So I feel like that's such a tough move for a quarterback to do. The be the call up. Yeah, but but speaking of, here's my guess for the call, James Prochet. Yeah, retweet our boy. He's at. I'm still surprised he's at the East West Shrine game and not at the senior. I game. think I think when you when we talked about this earlier in, when it when it was announced, I said he's a lock to go to Mobile. That's why I said so. Standing by. <laughs> um, well, like I said, they've they've got mainly the big guys so far at receiver and not the road runners. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's the road runner type. I wouldn't be surprised for him to see the call up. Isn't he just going to be one of those guys that looks so good in at the Shrine Bowl too? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking when we see all the tweets because no one seems to be able to like, unless you're there, nobody has any coverage of it. Yeah. So you just have to follow like the three guys you know who are uh, there that, and tweeting. That's practice, yeah. James Forshay's cooking everybody with his. Ribs. And he's gonna have like twelve catches in the game because he's such a gamer too. Yeah, yeah, usually. I love James. I, well, I was talking about the senior tight end group. Uh, this guy, I'm kind of surprised. Seth Florida tight end Mitchell Wilcox, East West Shrine mm. game, not senior bowl. Maybe because it's it's already a, a, a deep group there in Mobile. That that's kind of my guess, and like guys like Deguara have emerged. Mm-hmm. But Wilcox, is a guy, it feels like two years now he's been talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, still an interesting prospect for sure. No, definitely. And here's my favorite guy at the East West Shrine game so far. Uh, Auburn tackle Jack Driscoll. Yeah, th- I was really, really hoping he'd be at the Senior Bowl. They got a couple like decent named offensive linemen. Uh, who's the other one? Fuck, off the top of my head, can't remember. I don't know. Talk about Driscoll and I'll search it. Okay. Well, I I thought because obviously Prince Tigo Winoga, the Auburn left tackle, is a potential first round guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to the Senior Bowl. I thought Driscoll would join him. He's the right tackle. Um, you like you? You're pretty high on Driscoll. I like him a lot. Well, remember how much. Well, we both loved Braden Smith when he was out. Yeah, yes. And that looks like a hit for us, baby. Yep. Let's not talk about Josh Rosen if we had to name a mystery. Right I have no idea who that is. Ha, ha. Um, but yeah, Jack Driscoll was that type of right tackle to me when I was watching him at Auburn. I still think he's really good, and I think he's underrated. And like, I think early day three, if not late day two, for me is kind of where I'll have him on my board. Like, I'm very high on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you are. Um, uh, so, you know, I was thinking of Shackelford from Texas. Oh, yeah. Well, I, th- I guess it depends. I almost put him for notables, but I've never been a Shackelford guy. Like, yeah, no, I agree with you. Just saw the name. But, yeah, he's a guy who some people had as a top 10 interior offensive line. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? I'm just not there. Uh, the Nebraska Davis brothers yeah. on the inside of the uh, defensive line. It's a pretty good group, man. Yeah, they, East West really putting it together. Van Jefferson. Uh I jumped there. Yeah, game. no, they they got Frankie Hamm and they got the Florida receivers. Yeah, that's no, pretty cool. No, it's not a bad it's not a bad group at all. I'm 
I'm just surprised Driscoll and Prochet aren't senior bowl guys. Hey, can I break some news? Also, w- sorry, one quick second. Yeah. Prochet being at the East West Running game speaks to just also to the depth, depth of the, of the receiver. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, big senior bowl addition, Rob, for, for me. Robert Windsor, baby. Oh, he looked really good. I forget which game it was this year. He had like three um, sacks. Yeah, I forget what <laughs> me too. Was it Iowa? I can't remember now. Maybe. Anyways. Uh yeah, he he's a really interesting guy because he, he's very like impressive pass rusher. I again, I liked him in the summer, and so this is exciting to get him in the mobile. Uh, and then the one NFLPA guy, Travis Gibson from Tulsa. You excited? Yeah, I am. He, he, it's got some hype. Do you not remember? He he was uh, my uh, small school guy of the week like two weeks ago or something. Oh yeah, I don't remember. I only talk about okay. James Prochet. You know that. All right, ESPN Game Day Celebrity Picker Talk. This was a big week. They got Chip and Joanna Gaines (laughs) from Waco's uh, Home Improvement TV show. I had absolutely no idea who these people are. (laughs) Sorry, Chip and Joanna. And we're still not totally sure, but I'm glad they picked them. I I missed the broadcast. How were they? (laughs) They're elite. As you would expect, right? I give him a seven and a half out of ten. Fuck, I respect that so much. That's so weird. And like, it's it, again, it's better than the random country person. Like, at least this, they're they're Waco personalities. Yeah. No, it, it was wonderful. We moving on. You okay? <laughs> silent. Uh, I thought you had more to say. Week thirteen game days going to Columbus, Ohio for Penn State, Ohio State. Who you got? Uh, I don't know. Um. It's a tough school. There's so many guys. Who do you get? Off the top of your head, who do you got? Uh, Evan Turner. <laughs> no, my, my, my dream choice is Mark Titus. Yeah, yeah, big, you're a big Titus fan. I love Titus. Greg Oden and Titus would also be really strong because they're boys. It was Bryce Harper last year, which is weird. It's terrible. Um, um, Maurice Claret would do a lot for me. Yeah. It has to be an extra football player, right? Or basketball. Why can't it be basketball? John Diebler. Just call John Diebler. There we go. I, I like that. How about LeBron James? He would have went to Ohio State. Everyone forgets that. Oh, it's so annoying that his son's not going to go to Ohio State and his son's going to play for Coach K. Yeah, he's 6'2". What's he going to do? Anyways. Bronny's overrated. He's, you heard it here first. Bronny's 13. He's 6'2". <laughs> LeBron was 6'7". AJ, AJ, neither of us have ever been 6'2". Fuck. We're older than 13. Uh, not mentally. Okay. Speak for yourself. Best freshman you saw this week. <laughs> um, I think there was this a new... bad episode. Yeah, this is a bad episode. Uh, this guy wasn't bad, Rob. Good good segue, right? Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge for Oregon. I think an easy choice for best freshman this week. I wish there was a freshman, like, an overall, like, a Heisman for the freshman. There should be. The, the freshman? No, wait. Friesman? The freshest man. Yeah, anyway. Because <laughs> uh, it'd be him. He is, especially the last, like, three weeks or so, mm-hmm. he's just looking like that dude's going to go number one in three years. Mm-hmm. Already getting, like, the, the Jadamon Clowney comparisons. All over the place against Arizona. He is 6'5", 245-ish. Throw twenty pounds on his frame in the next two years, and he's going to be the best player in college football. Yeah, uh, four tackles, three TFLs, two sacks, easy win for Oregon. 
you like he's just a freak of nature. He's so much natural better. Yeah. He, he wait until he really starts using his hands too. Like he's just winning by being the most athletic and freakiest dude on the field. Mm-hmm. He is a stud status. Uh, do you have anybody else? Because I have one more guy. Go for it. I, I thought he was too clear to even put anyone else. Oh, okay. Sorry. I guess you didn't watch Ole Miss LSU. <laughs> John Reese Plum. <laughs> yeah. Baby. <laughs> he ran for 212 yards and four touchdowns. I had this game on my third screen as a throwaway game. And then I watched. It was bonkers. The entire. Like, it was my main game. <laughs> I am obsessed with John Reese Plumley. Uh, I don't want Matt Luke to get fired by Ole Miss because that means Rich Rob will get fired, which means Rich Rob won't be able to make John Reese Plumley his <laughs> new Pat White. This kid is a true freshman who hasn't started the entire season. He's already almost got 1,000 rushing yards, and, like, a, a, like, he's a baseball player. I mean, as all the great greats are, Rob. Pat Wheat was a baseball player. Exactly. Now we're talking. So I'm all in on John Reese Pumley. I don't even remember what he did as a passer because everything was his own read. Uh, but he, not much, Rob. That's the correct answer. It, like it was sick. It was like this is. I'm talking Rich Rod with Pat Wheat. I'm talking Rich Rod with Khalil Tate. This is his new project. Where's Matt Corral no. uh, transferring? Matt, Matt Corral looked like fine as a passer, and then they like. He, he's still only a redshirt freshman. That's so weird. I feel like he's been it for so long. Because we followed him through his high school career since he was like a junior. That's true. Also because we love women's um, football. Yeah, Matt, Matt Carroll should transfer because this guy's the future. Make Rich Rod the head coach. That's what I think. <laughs> it's me, Rob. Okay, best sophomore you saw? Uh, I'll go with an easy one. I'm RQ on off the top. I think he's been in this category or contending for it multiple times over the last couple of weeks. Uh, wide receiver for LSU, Jamar Chase, again, going back to that old Miss game. You think he has. He's been, he, Jamar Chase has been our best sophomore like seven times already. I think, yeah. Therefore, I know. <laughs> yeah, monster game against Ole Miss. There was no defense the, in this game. The best sophomore is always just a receiver now. Yeah, I've got a <laughs> – yeah, I know. There's, there's a lot of receivers. Um, people are already saying he's going to be the number one receiver off the board next year. What say you? Are you sure? Because my other sophomore up here, Jamar Chase was my number one, but Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Six for 98 against Iowa. Maybe not his sexiest game. Yeah. Although he is is a Blitnikoff semifinalist. So is Chase, actually. Yeah. But he made just, he made so many incredible, like, body control contested catches. Mm -hmm. Like, CD Lamb esque catches. Um, That's your comp. Yeah, I'm just commenting to a guy who is a year older. I think you should only um, be able to comp underclassmen to upperclassmen. That's my take. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, and then I also put Jalen Waddle. He only caught one ball, but touchdown against Mississippi State. He always looks so good. He's their fourth receiver, so he, he like doesn't get the targets everybody else gets. Mm-hmm. But he when he is used or on punt returns, he's always so flashy. I, I love Waddle, to be honest. Why is the receiver class... Like, okay. We thought... This one, like the 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 guys that are rookies right now, were like this receiver class is incredible, and then this one's even better this year. And the next year's is already starting to look amazing. I, I guess it's just the way football is now. Or just you know, is it? A, it, it I think it's a combination of that and like receivers, like the sexy position to play. If it, you're not a quarterback, you want to be a receiver. exactly. That's what I kind of think. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw another Nobody receiver. Wants to be a running back. No, no one does. <laughs> Is, wait, you're going to throw another one? Is it Ronnie Bell? It's Ronnie Bell, baby. 
got to be that, I put Ronnie Bell. Every time I watch Michigan, he's the best receiver. He's good. I mean, again, the one drop in the Penn State game, but like everything else has been really good. And I mean, angry Michigan. No, I love Ronnie Bell. He had a great game that game too. So yeah, he's awesome. Doesn't know how to score touchdowns, but he's awesome. <laughs> it's okay. He'll uh, learn at Michigan, baby. Where all they do is score touchdowns. Yeah. Not. He, he's the best. I think he's the best receiver on the team. He's the one who's always been, or at least Shea Patterson trusts him the most. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, Donovan Peoples Jones, pretty good game, finally. But I know I I've got him for some. I, I, I he'll get his respect. Relax. Can I throw Omar Ronnie in here? Because I have to. Yeah, Ronnie Perkins, the edge for Oklahoma. Oh, he is interesting. I liked him a lot as a freshman. I I touted, I tooted his horn. I don't know what that means. You but. put up big numbers as a freshman. Yeah, uh, three sacks in the Baylor game, four tackles. Um, I like Perkins. I feel like no one's talking about him as uh, enough as they are. I don't know what that means, but kinda, you get the it's gist. Kinda, it's kind of small. I think it's just part of like it's the Oklahoma defense. Yeah. Plus Neville Gallimore, Kenneth Murray have gotten like all the hype this year. Yep. Um, but no, he he is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyone else, Rob? Uh no. Uh, weekday warrior. Uh, slim Pickens this week. <laughs> Oh, speak for yourself. I, I'm just full of maxion guys. I have no maxion guys because I respect I'm it. Kidding. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> uh, this is the guy you were hyping up. I think Friday night, uh, Jalen Twyman, the interior lineman for Pitt. Is he your choice? Yeah, he's also my choice. Okay, I got another yeah, guy. So go. two two and a half sacks against North Carolina against my Tar Heels against your Tar Heels. Yeah, Richard sophomore. Yeah, so I I end up uh, the next day after the game. I uh, I watched his tape because uh, it was just like very interesting. Sick, I think uh, what six two two ninety, so yep. similar build to Aaron Donald. And he wears ninety seven. Oh, here we go. I, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> like copying him, Aaron Donald. I'm not saying things better. I know, but 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 I was just like that. That just intrigues me. It, so yeah, then it doesn't I, I watched him, and he's very interesting. Really quick, has a lot of upside as a pass rusher. Um, clearly very raw. But I do think go back to Pitt and maybe in a year, like he's a, a really interesting name to be. Uh, there was a, he had a, he's had a couple it, big games this year. Yeah, he has. I think it'd be a mistake for him to declare, especially because the top of the interior mm. D line class is pretty strong right now. Yeah. Um, but I do think he's a, a guy to really pay attention to going forward. I'll, I'll throw another name in here just because we haven't said it this year, and he, I don't know, maybe maybe a low key guy to th- to keep your eye on. Cornerback uh, for San Diego State, Luke Barku. Do you know who he is? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's going to get two picks versus Fresno. Uh, seven interceptions on the year. 6-1-175, so kind of a weird build. But uh, Juco transfer, kind of an interesting guy. Uh, senior, so this is this is the end of his career. But uh, interesting guy to keep that on. You hoping for that NFL PA Bowl invite? Yeah. You know, I always kind of like San Diego State prospects for some reason. So. To Monte Casey. Exactly. Not going to comp it, but no, I'm just you loved Tyler Romer last year. Weren't you the one tweeting to be a first-round pick, if not for the off uh, I said that about Rashad Penny, so. I'm pretty sure Daniel Jeremiah said that about Tyler Romer. Are you Romer. serious? Yeah. I th- I d- don't quote me on that. I think it was Daniel Jeremiah, though. Someone, some like some big draft media guy said that about Romer. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, but I'm saying um, Luke Parker will be a first-round pick if he never went to Juco. That's my take. Okay. If he went straight to SD State? Yeah, yeah. He would have been for sure, too. Okay, best prospect you saw? Uh, it was... I, I gotta gotta give the guy respect, because we haven't talked to him enough, and he had his big game, finally. AJ Epineza 
for Iowa. He was the best player. He was the best player on the field in Iowa, Minnesota. Absolutely, and it wasn't. Cl- it wasn't close. Um, that one. He was just a complete game wrecker. He was battling double and triple teams. Doesn't all matter. day. I, at one point, I just didn't watch anything but him. <laughs> Smart. And, like two two and a half sacks, double digit pressures by my count. Yep. Uh, just completely wrecked the game. Huge force fumble late. He, uh, I think, like, his production kind of dipped this year in Iowa has been up and down. So, like, again, we haven't talked about him a lot. Yeah. And I don't think he's gotten maybe the attention he deserves. Yep. Um, I still have him as a top 10 guy on my board. Uh, I, I've seen him mocked more in the mid to late teens lately, but... He's like, like he just reminds me so much of Cam Jordan. He is just so strong with the See, I, I think just him being mocked a little later is because people just forgetting about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I I'm not taking an edge not named Chase Young over. Uh, agreed. And I mean, they had the one play where they oh not the one play, but he had the one sack where they kicked him inside, and the versatility on him that, like uh, very very intriguing. I think like yeah. Now to, again w- with my Cam Jordan comp, like it's not only the hand fighting expertise yeah. but it's the ability to move around pl- like he kicked inside three tag obviously and there, there's like because of how he's built there's t- kind of tweener talk same thing with cam jordan when he was coming out of cal mm-hmm. um i remember there was talk is he a five tech is he a true edge uh and then also with Ebenezer, he loves to rush from a four-point stance which is something <laughs> cam jordan does a lot of it's a good compromise thank you i i honestly i just love like cam jordan one of my favorite players in the NFL. Yes, um, I'm more of a Jordan Cameron guy. I've said that many times. Would have been the greatest tight end of all time. You always tell me I'll that. Say that. Uh, anyone else, Rob? Uh, I, I put down Derek Brown. Yeah, fair enough. For probably like the tenth straight week. Yeah. Uh, at one point, he just threw the Georgia guard. He just threw him. It's <laughs> fucked. I cheated. I don't. I don't. You don't make people built like Derek Brown that long in the arms and that strong. I cheated and put him for a outplay the box score because I mean I feel like he does it every single week. He just he's incredible. Also, Andrew Thomas mm. every week. George's left tackle. He looked great. Jake Fromm made him give up a sack. It wasn't really his fault. Jake Fromm sucks. Um, but yeah, all three of these guys to me are top ten players in this class right now. Uh, yeah. How about Joe Burrow this week? Uh, do you have him anywhere else? Do you want to talk about him? No, sorry, John Reese Plumley stole the show when I was watching the game. So, <laughs> I, mean, I, I did. I, I I didn't put Joe Burrow anywhere. I've got a lot of other quarterbacks in yeah. other spots this week. So, I, and again, it was old Miss. So he 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 threw two picks. He did, which wasn't great, but he was like other like he was dominant in the first half. The two picks came in the second half. Um, I like I he did what he was supposed to do. Was kind of my takeaway. So I didn't really put him anywhere. Fair enough. Uh, what was the tweet making the rounds today about the? Completion percentage on deeper passes. Do you oh, see that one? Um, his his completion percentage on passes. What was it? Ten yards. I think it was ten yards. Seventy percent, right? Which would be the best? Or no? Sorry, sorry, sorry. His his completion percentage, his adjusted completion percentage on passes that aren't screens. I think. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Was seventy seven like point one percent, and then the average depth of target was I think. 10.9 something like that and it was like easily and the best in the last 10 years or whatever it was yeah yeah and, and like it compared to like the next best completion percentage 
in the, like of the quarterbacks in the class was Tua, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was like sixty six. Yeah, and I mean like Mason Fine led it last year or something. So I don't know. Yeah, and then um, still, it's... yeah, a lot of the guys who have led it in the last year was Gardner Minshew. Oh right, like, a lot of the guys who have led it in the past come from air, air raid systems. Yeah, yeah. It, like Luke Falk twice, Gardner Minshew once. Uh, I think I Baker Kessler was on there. Wasn't Baker on there? I can't remember. Anyways. Yeah, and Baker. I think that was everybody from like the last five. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, just his numbers are incredible for it. Um, okay, who's shooting up the board for you? Uh, who do I start with? Uh, you know, I'll go with Jonathan Grenard because he had a monster game this Ooh. week. I yeah, Jonathan I feel like Grenard. he's just been playing himself, helping just, himself every single he's week. He's such a good football player. I know. Such a good football player. Yeah. Five TFLs this week, two sacks. I, I think he just keeps playing himself up the board. I don't know how high he's going to get himself, but, like, he keeps helping himself you, out. Like, I think day two, depending on senior bowl, because he's just been so awesome. I don't think he's going to test all that well, which will work against him, obviously. Um, yeah. But he's just that classic guy who's going to come in and give you 10 years as a starter. Maybe never be a double-digit sack guy, but defends the mm-hmm. run at a high level. Uh it, it kind of, it's a you know. It reminds me. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say he reminds me of when Kentucky had Bud Dupree and Zadarius Smith. He's like kind of, it's not to the same, but yeah. he's kind of the Zadarius Smith, the Jabari Zaniga's uh, yeah. Bud Dupree. No, not that's not like comps or anything. It's just <laughs> like, just the way they're viewed. It's like even I, I know like after Young and Epineza, it's, it's a kind of a crapshoot for the edge. Class, but like it, it's a really strong I, class. I think Chazon's really. I do too. Put himself. I do too. But there's, you still see other names. Like you still see Gross Metals and. Um, no, thank you. And yeah, you see who? What's his face? Aquara. I don't know, but I think like it's a really really strong group. Like you got a lot of these, like good contributing. Like okay, guy, guys, I would be really interested in on day two. Kenny Willicky, who's been quite like Anthony Jennings, yeah. Jabari Zaniga, Darrell Taylor's my boy. Yeah. Um, like you said, uh, um, Grenard, Weaver, Weaver, Terrell Lewis, yep. Julian Aquara. I think that's kind of the, that next group. All, and then I stand for Carter Coughlin. <laughs> you do, but like a lot of like just solid, like good football players. Like not maybe not the flashiest guys, but it's a good group. Like I don't, I don't know if anybody from the edge group goes in the first round outside of Young Epinesa and Chazon. Mm, yeah, I I feel the same way right now. Uh, okay, for me. I put Justin Herbert at the top of my list. He's my second choice. He had his most, I, I would say, most explosive downfield passing game of the season. Yeah. Uh, had a couple big touchdown throws on the flea flicker. That his ability, his ball placement on deep throws at times is just jaw dropping. Which takes us back to like two years ago yeah. when, when people started talking about him. This is why the ball placement is insane yeah. at times. Um, obviously. The Oregon offense has been really inconsistent this year with their downfield passing. It's been a lot of screens. It, it, there are times, especially in that Auburn game, where it was just so frustrating because every play was either a screen, like a, um, a straight receiver screen, a bubble screen, or an inside zone run, <laughs> yeah. and nothing else for long stretches. And it was horrible. But now that they've got Jawan Johnson kind of coming mm-hmm. together, and, and uh, Johnny Johnson's kind of emerging <laughs> as well at the same time as a deep threat, yeah. The passing offense looked awesome against Arizona, and in a week where a lot of quarterbacks struggled, and obviously Tua got hurt, Justin Herbert had the exact game he needed. 100% agree. He was my next guy. And, I mean, if you take Herbert's top 10 throws of his career, he's, like, 
a first round, uh, first overall pick lock, right? He makes some of the prettiest throws in the entire class. He, he makes some of the prettiest throws that I can remember in a while. Yeah, no, like to me, the, the only three QBs I have first round grades on are Joe Burrow, Tua, and Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, uh, like I, I, I don't see Justin Herbert not going in the top ten. I know it's been super inconsistent. I hope he's at the Senior Bowl. I also hope Joe Burrow's at the Senior Bowl. Um, so you can see those guys side by side. But, like, Justin Herbert, I know he's a, like, well, we would put him in a low floor, high ceiling category. Mm-hmm. But his floor, to me, is still so much higher than the, like, the Jordan Loves and Jacob Eason's of this world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his ceiling's higher, too. I, he, he's point. Yeah, for sure. And he's, he's just going to go out and kill the offseason stuff, too. I think so. I mean, we, we heard some weird stuff about his, like, leadership. Remember that stuff? But, like, who... But it was the same stuff with Marcus Mariota. And I know that seems bad now, but like, yeah, just because Mariota's not very good. But um, <laughs> second team, don't like, worry. No, exactly. But it, it it didn't affect his draft stock, is what you're saying. Yes, that's my point. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for helping. Me. Yeah. Uh, who else do you have for sure? Those, those are my two big ones. Um, who do you got? Uh, I I I had Jawan Johnson in the same category because he's really. After after the bad year, Penn State, we've talked about him on here yep, before, but many times after grad transferring to Oregon and being injured, he has now emerged. If they make a playoff run, mm, yeah, he like he can help himself a lot. But it's such yeah, a like there's he, so many fucking receivers. There, but, I know, but there was a point this year where it's like this guy's not even gonna get drafted. It was. Now yeah. he's just putting himself into the ability to get drafted. Uh, yeah, is how I view it. Yeah. which is a win. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I also put um, Zach Moss. I already talked about when we were senior bowl talk yep. about how good he looked against UCLA. Uh, but their other safety that's not Terrell Burgess, Julian Blackman, also going to be at the senior bowl. He was great against UCLA. Had a massive strip sack, which was returned for a touchdown. He was all over the field making tackles. Um, the Utah guys just, they all bring this toughness and swagger, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. It's hard not to love like when you when you watch them, Blackman and Burgess are just banging as they play they're, like playing safety and they're just throwing their bodies around and obviously like Lucky Foto and Bradley and a huge motors and Francis Bernard just laying wood. I love the Utah defense. I'm really excited for that defense against Justin Herbert. Kyle Whittingham is just champion. a damn good coach, Rob. Heck yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> we also come, we talked about Chase Claypool's four touchdowns against Navy. I put him here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Johnson, although he had one awful drop that kind of killed Minnesota, yeah. he also carried their offense in a struggling game against Iowa. I mean, I th- and I, he's my favorite. He might be my favorite player in the entire. Draft. I know he is, Rob. I'm glad you finally admitted it. I, I think he's he is where he is though. You know, he's Devontae Adams. He's the I think he's the best combination of release and route running in the draft. He's always going to be able to work open. He wins contested catches yep. because of body control. Um, he's also going to have those concentration drops. Yeah. Which, again, he had that the one against Iowa. And if not for that, he had a perfect game. Yeah. Just sucks it was in a massive moment in the game. Yeah. Um, um, I still he, – he's my – God, I love him so much, AJ. <laughs> I think it's going to – like he's going to wind up 25 to 40 going – yeah, no, I I think ugh, I I want him on the Colts so badly in the like late twenties. Yeah, him and Pierce Campbell, baby. baby. Uh, I also put Javaris Davis. He had a great game against Georgia. You know, a couple 
two or three pass breakups, and you just Jake Fromm didn't know what to do with him. I actually threw him from out of nowhere, guy, because I didn't know much about Davis, and like you said, he had a monster. Oh, really? I have a that's somewhat high grade on him. Do you? I didn't. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Go back to our SC- oh, you didn't do the SEC show. I didn't do the that SEC was my solo show. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I uh, like I. He was, I think, one of the, my top corners in the SEC. Like maybe too high in retrospect. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right, Rob. You had a, you had a top ten grade on him, and he deserves it. Like what? No, like he, he's like currently my like top one hundred. I think. Respect. Like I, I know we haven't talked about him since the season started, so that's why I was like a little surprised. He had a great game though. It was like five tackles, uh, like big third down plays. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's a nickel in the next level, mm-hmm, but yeah. I really like like him. three three pass defense. I think. Anyways, yeah, he was my out of nowhere guy because he looked really good. Yeah, well, I had a Bradley Roby comp on him in the summer. So. <laughs> kind of looks like Bradley Roby, Rob. You're right. Similar build. That's what I mean. The athleticism yeah. skill set. Yeah. Uh, sliding down the board. All right. Well, the easy one to pick this week with the injuries to. Uh, um, I put him in, but from every th- I, like he was same reason number one for me because of the injury. I I still especially everything we've heard is so positive. I, I'm. I just really wanted. To I don't think he's actually sorry. Exactly. I just want. I think to the Bengals it. are going to take Joel Burrow either way. Yeah. And I don't think the Dolphins cannot take him. I think that's what's going to happen too. I think they're already locked like in on him, unless they're th- trying to throw a curveball. But if it felt like it, right? Mm-hmm. I think like whether it's third or fourth overall, whatever. That's where Miami's taking Tua. Agreed. Um, who else do you have? Raquan Davis. Uh, two reasons. Mississippi State really moved around. Uh, he, uh, like in a game where Alabama was just like rolling them until the two injury, yep. he was very quiet. And then later in the game, he got injured. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and he's a guy where we've had Gallimore and Kinlaw and like Foto and all these guys have great seasons mm-hmm. and move up the board. He hasn't really ever lived up. We've talked about that before, though. But. Yeah. I just I'm not sure what to do with him, you know. Uh, it's not sliding down my board because he's already he's already low. So just, just joking. Oh yeah, didn't you mock him the first round of our mock draft though? So yeah, because the Cowboys are dumb. I was Why didn't they just take a safety? It's their biggest need. No, Jumpman's moving back to safety. Jumpman's moving back to safety. Jeff Driscoll freaking carved them up. Byron Jones a free agent. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna sign him as a safety. Pay him less. Yeah, you don't get the cap, Rob. Um, I'll throw another name. Speaking of safety, maybe he'll slide to Dallas. Grant Delpit. I, yeah, I got him for somewhere else, but I had him here, but I wanted to put him somewhere okay, else. Okay, do you want to talk about him now? I always spoil mine, so you can spoil yours for once. Fine. Prospect is being overhyped. <gasps> for Grant Delpit. How dare you? How dare you? Hey, fr- friends, here's, this is my first Twitter plug of the day. <laughs> Go check out my Twitter, Rob Paul NFL, and find my clip where... St- Ole Miss kept in that game yeah. for a large part of it because of Grant Delvin's yeah. poor play. Yeah. Um, he just, I don't, like, he didn't look healthy. Yeah, I know. He didn't. I, so I don't want to crucify him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the tackling has been an issue all season. So that I feel like you can still get him, on him for. Yeah. And I swear he wasn't missing tackles like this last he year. He wasn't. I At least I don't think so, but... I don't, he wasn't. Maybe I'm being naive, but yeah, like the, the, the Grant Elpit isn't going in the top ten. No, um, no, not. I think Xavier McKinney's outplayed him this year. 
Uh, yeah, but just in terms of SEC safety talk. No, I think you're right. He has. I, I don't think McKinney's going to get that high either. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to no, see how no, far. No, 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 no safety's going to the top ten. Agreed. Um, I'll get a I'll get a safety tattoo if they do. Which safety? No, no just the word safety. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm just, I'm going to make a lot of tattoo bets now. You you've done it a couple of times. It's a little reckless, Rob. I'm worried about you. I, we got to think of something for the Michigan-Ohio State game. I don't know what you're talking about. Not, I'm, not looking, okay. I'm not looking ahead to that. I'm ready for Indiana. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, Del, Del Pitt, yeah. it's concerning. He looked like he, like he struggled in coverage. The, the, the clip I tweeted out was awful. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. I did see it. Um, he, like, not only did he blow the coverage... But like he he like couldn't break down and make the tackle. He just didn't look right. No, that's weird. I I don't know. Does he go back, Rob? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's still going in the first round. He's still ranked <laughs> open. I know. I'm sure he's injured. Yeah. And and because part of the reason I like this thought popped up in my head when I was watching the game because he didn't look like this earlier in the season. Although the missed tackles were there, mm. was maybe he's holding back because he wants to stay healthy. For the NFL draft, like I don't want to put that on him, but that was just a thought I had. Part of it was because I saw the tweet that Leonard Fournette faked an injury at LSU, so <laughs> he did. But yeah. I feel like we knew that when it happened, didn't we? <laughs> Adams Probably. called him up big time. That was great. That made so if Adams calls up Delpit, I want to be upset though. Um, but yeah, so I like he's still gonna end up the number one safety. He's so gifted. Yeah, agreed. Um, but. Just something, something to, like, he's not this perfect prospect that we thought he'd be. He's only hurt himself this year, but luckily it's not too significantly. Yeah. Um, who else do you have for sliding on the board? Those are my, uh, those are my big two. Who do you got? Okay, my, my big three, Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts, and Jake Fromm. Okay, I'm, I wasn't sure where to put Hurts. I figured you'd have him. He's getting too much credit for his performance, isn't he? He is. So, at first, I... Like okay, after the first half of that game, I was like, he's, he's on, gonna be my number, like number one. Hundred percent agreed. He was, I was ready to, I was penciling him in, but then he put the team, like not gonna lie, he put the team on his back without CD Lamb. I have to add, and, and brought them back, kept them alive, beat Baylor. But if you look at it in terms of just a NFL draft, it wasn't a good game. NFL draft lens, it wasn't a good. Game. I agree. I agree. Three fumbles and interception. He looked. Like, especially in the first half, but even in the second half, like, a lot of the damage he was doing, like, was power running. And even the, the throws, um, like, not impressive NFL throws to me, most of them. Yes. Like, like it was a hell of a college football quarterback performance. Yes. I, I, it's hard to explain the difference. I didn't want to put him here because I thought that was a little little cruel, but I agree with you. People are... people. Are, I just think... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like I saw someone tweet that he's gonna end up their QB one. That's insane. If yeah, and I love Jalen Hurts. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you watch that game and, and like you you love Jalen Hurts for watching that game, but I don't think you, how you you feel like he's a better quarterback after you watch that game. No. Uh, what you got? Uh, it's just one more thing. Like Hurts seems to be at the senior role. He does. I think he's gonna. I, like I think we've both been pretty confident he'll be there though. Yeah, no, he's the guy who wouldn't skip it unless there was, like, a real reason. Yeah, But, like, he needs it so badly. I mean, you, really. you love everything about Jalen Hurts, the person, the leader, the, the fucking gladiator. But the quarterback, it's still, it's still a question. 
And obviously he's improved so much Absolutely. from where he was. Absolutely. But you just, it, it, he hasn't been, like, it's been inconsistent though this year. It has. I mean, because like the hot start and then it, it he cooled off. At the Texas game is kind of where it unraveled a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know they won, but no. he made some poor decisions. Yeah. The poise was a little shaky. Just the the footwork's inconsistent. Hurts is going to be continue to be a really interesting conversation until April. The quarterback class in general, yeah. especially now that we've got the two injury thing to consider. Yeah, like even Joe Burrow, it's like there's someone's going to be like one year wonder. Uh, there's that's 100 percent going to happen. I mean, with Herbert, you know the conversation. What's what it's already going to be. Um, two is going to be the injury. Hurts is going to be all of this. It's it's every quarterback. Everyone's going to be trying to poke holes in, right? Correct. Uh, the other two, uh, Jordan Love. It's just the interceptions. Yeah, it, it's tough, man. I I would love to see him transfer. But uh, uh he like he made some wild throws against Wyoming, but again, two picks. Yeah. Um, he just can't have. Yeah, it's crazy because he he like threw only six picks last year. Yeah, and now he he it's like two a can't game. have even one game with that one. Yeah, it's like literally like he's been throwing like two a game. Even like on good games, he's like throwing two picks. Yeah, and then Jake Fromm, um, he I don't know. Like I think I just know what he is, and I'm not taking that in the first round or like and. Yeah, he's a day two quarterback, but I just I know what his ceiling is already. So why? Like I don't want that ceiling. I don't want Andy Dalton. You know what? He's I, not. It's not a Super Bowl quarterback. I'm starting to feel like I don't know what his ceiling is, but not in a good way. He he'll make some wow accurate throws at times, but he also loves to check down. He loves it so much. On a third and eight early in this game, or no, sorry, a third and five early in this game against Auburn, he checked down to a fully covered running back to make it fourth and eight. <laughs> it was just like, what are you doing? He didn't have a good game at all. No, no, he didn't. He doesn't turn the ball over, but like he also doesn't make any spectacular. Like he's a, he's a guy who's going to need to be surrounded with high level talent to be a starting quarterback. Like. Uh, I, He's in that Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins zone. I want to see, like, I'm excited for the SEC championship game where they have to score against LSU. Yeah, no, definitely. And they know they have to score. So, and like, if he can't put up numbers against LSU, then, like, John Reese Palmley is just better than Retweet. <laughs> transfers to Georgia. Kirk, okay, Kirk I don't know where prospects. I, I said mine already, Javaris Davis, but. Um, okay. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, I'll throw two QBs down. They're not out of nowhere, just out of nowhere in terms of the QB class gets murky, especially when we, we're going to start having guys uh, announce their return. Like if Easton and Love return, for example, and Fromm even. Yeah. Like if those three all return. Um, then, Who's next? You're right. Yeah. Like you, you, we, we need to start looking at senior quarterbacks who actually are worth something in the NFL size. No offense to Stephen Montez. Um, so I'd put down Washington State quarterback Anthony Gordon mm-hmm. and Utah quarterback Tyler Huntley. Ooh, okay. Both very interesting guys to talk about. Um, you know, honestly, I threw down Anthony Gordon for being overhyped. I know it's not crazy hype, but it's been a it was like a, it's been a weird hype week for Anthony Gordon. But have I missed the Anthony Gordon hype other than a, a, one specific tweet at me? Is there like other I wanted to bring people? that tweet up to read the tweet, Rob. Come on. 
I don't know where my phone is. It's okay. So someone on your Twitter commented Patrick Mahomes. Correct. Um, no, I saw some other one. Like, not crazy hype, but like saying uh, late day two, early day three. Which I don't think is crazy, but... If he get like, he's going to be at the Senior Bowl, I think. Yeah. Like, he... I, I just... Buy it's, you some time. So, buy you some time? Okay, I just... I know, like, I'm... I'm not trying to be down. How many quarterbacks do we get at the Senior Bowl normally? Um, six, seven, eight yeah. sometimes. So, six or seven. I, I think. Did we have eight last year? Was it? I, there was one of the year in the in the past couple of years where there was eight. Okay, so let's say we get Herbert and Burrow. That's two. Yeah. And then we get Hertz. That's three. Yep. Then we we're gonna get Anthony Gordon. Then that's four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if Eason declares, I know he's eligible, that would make five. Yep. And then you've got a whole conversation where, like, Bryce Perkins, Tyler Huntley, Brian Lewerke. Oh, Nate Stanley's going to go for sure. Nate Stanley will be there, uh, yeah. Which would make six. But, yeah, so uh, that, that was kind of um, – Hunt, Huntley I'm more at it because I think he is, like, maybe a sneaky senior bowl guy. Hunt uh, – no, I'm excited to talk about Huntley. Let's let's finish our Gordon talk here, though. What do you what do you think Sorry. about him? Sorry, no, no worries. I like Anthony Gordon. Like I think he he's got the tools to be a high end backup in the NFL. Yeah, you, you so your comp was Brian Hoyer. Yes. So I, I I think that's fair. I think like saying what you're saying is that like he's the next wave of quarterbacks. That's fine. I've, I've just seen a, a couple people trying to jump the gun with his stats. Um, yeah, no, I you can't buy it. Look at I mean the same shit happens with Luke Falk exactly and I mean like people saying like he almost beat out Gardner Minshew I'm like I don't know if that means too much like Minshew Minshew feels like a bit of an enigma right Gardner Minshew's my god I know I'm just saying like he's a special guy like there's something about Gardner Minshew anyways yeah no 100% 100% it's gonna I, be, I like Anthony Gordon a lot though like he's, he's a top ten quarterback in this class he's had his moments uh, yes I just I just thought it was a little much. Hey Siri. Oh, hi Siri. Siri. Uh, and then with, with Huntley, he's a guy who Huntley's he's at the Super Bowl. He's got the mobility upside. He's just <laughs> a Siri, a, a chaos Siri. <laughs> chaos Siri. Anyways, <laughs> fuck, don't say that um, word anymore. Um, wow, that ruined our podcast. <laughs> no, it made Let's it. Just scrap it and start from the top. Okay. Uh, yeah, but Huntley's a guy who. He, he's gonna. People are either gonna be too high on him or too low, and I feel like there's not gonna be a whole lot of in between. Mm. Uh, where are you on him? I, I, we haven't talked about him much at all, so. Uh, I, I need to do more tape on him. He's a lot better this year than he was last year. I was low on him in the summer. I I know um, I didn't have a draftable on him in the summer. Like I don't have a draftable grade on him right now. Yeah. But he he's a guy I'd like to see more of. He looked really good against UCLA. Um. I, he's tough as nails. Mm-hmm. I love the mobility. He made some kind of impressively in, intermediate ball placement throws that I, I was kind of shocked he was capable of making. Because he was just he's like also quite small. He is so small. Like, it's listed about six one two oh five, but looks like he could be yeah, smaller. Yeah, he's going to be smaller than that. Um, so that's a big concern. I mean, the athleticism is the, the biggest check mark with him. But um, yeah, that's an interesting one. I'm glad you brought Hanley up. Um, yeah. Again, playoffs potentially. That'd be interesting. All right, prospect who made you prospect who made you look stupid. Uh, I, I went with this guy because I feel like I've shit on him a couple times, and I, it's Denzel. Mims. It's Denzel Mims. 
<laughs> you, you're the hey, I, I'm I, you're the biggest hater of Denzel Mims I've ever met. I love talking about Denzel Mims. I'm not sure what to think about him, but I love talking about him. Uh, you, you talk about him more than anyone. Yeah, I don't, he's he's just a conundrum to me, Robert. He's he's a myth. He's, I don't know. He's Marvin Jones. What do you want? He's Marvin Jones. Like it just. I think the point is I'm not stupid because he just needs to be more consistent. What a game this was against Oklahoma. Um, Charlie Brewer sucks, but <laughs> six catches. Oh my god! Someone tweeted at me. Uh, is it time just? When I, I think I tweeted at the Denzel Mims uh, touchdown, yeah. like the, the deep one, and someone tweeted at me, is it time we start talking about Charlie Brewer for the 2021 uh, draft? Dude, there's weird people like, that... Sir, no! There's people that love no. him, it's weird. Anyway. Just watch the throw where he had Denzel Mims on a crosser that would have been touchdown, he dirted the ball. I think he's like a competent, solid... College quarterback. College quarterback, yeah. I think like you like him as a college quarterback, but like yeah. I, d- I don't, I do not like watching him. <laughs> I liked him more as a as a frosh. Anyways, I don't know what to think about. I like, his, I like his brother more than him. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I like Mims, but uh, I just want to see him keep putting it together. Go Hokies, go Hokies. Um, yeah, no, he, he. I mean, senior role is gonna be everything. I think he's a guy the NFL is gonna really, really, really love because he's good. When he's good, he's good. He's very good. But when he's bad, he's bad. Uh, so I had him as well. Okay. Um, and then I also have T. Higgins. I don't know uh, what to do about T. Higgins. I thought you were going to have Higgins. I'm so... Uh, I mean, okay. But I think we know what he I is, mean, don't we? Do we? What? I don't love Higgins. No, I said I, th- I think we know what he is. I didn't say you love him. I don't I don't know. I think he's just Kenny Galladay, <laughs> who I also don't love. You don't love Kenny... Bad take. Kenny Galladay is the best receiver in the league. I think Marvin Jones is the best receiver on the Detroit Lions. I love Kenny Galladay, though. I love Marvin Jones. Funny thing is, my Mims comp is Marvin Jones. My Higgins one is Galladay. <laughs> That's good. Marvin Jones is very good. He's super underrated. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. The receiver class is whack. It's crazy, man. I just want to talk about it all the time. Like, Do you want to cancel Judy, this pod and just become Judy a... Judy Lamb, Ruggs, Chanel, Tyler Johnson... Tom Wallace. Yeah, keep naming guys. Jalen Rigger. Okay. Are you okay? Devonta Smith. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, okay, best prospect versus prospect matchup. Uh, hey, I threw one that you touched on earlier. I, I put Marlon Davidson versus Andrew Thomas. Davidson got him the one time. Okay. But uh rest of the time, Thomas Thomas locked him down pretty good. Uh, so... Uh, when I, when I went to do this, like I thought of that, and then I thought of when Derek Brown threw the guard. So I just put Georgia O line for Auburn. Yeah, game. that's a better answer. I was gonna say, but I had one eye on Derek Brown as a cheat. So, ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that that was that was uh, that was a fun trench war. Yeah, bad. SEC just means more in the trenches. <laughs> it does in the trenches. It does everywhere else. I don't know. Speaking of prospect, who have played the box score? I cheated. I just put both the Alabama the tackles down because they're so fucking good at football. <laughs> Uh, but uh, this show's going off the wall. No, I don't know it's what's a, going on. I'm losing. One. I'm sweating. So dude, much. it's very hot. I don't know why. It's cold outside. Anyways, this is Canada. <laughs> do, do both guys go in the first round? Yes, I think so too. Uh, okay, so, um, oh God, I'm mixing up my days again. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. Anyway, it's it's uh, Wednesday. Against Mississippi State, they both looked phenomenal. I can't remember if I watched more tape on them both before that game or after, but I did at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Leatherwood, you just get that his footwork and athleticism—it's just juicy. And then with Wills, you just got this monstrous human being. 
I don't see like I think like Wills is really gonna move up the board. Um, right now they are my number two or my number three and number four tackle. Fair enough. My do you want to hear some comps? Just, just comp. yeah. I I, I like t- Leatherwood reminds me some of Laramie Tunsil and Wills reminds me of Lael Collins. It's pretty pretty cool, Rob. Oh, okay, you're not into this podcast at all. Eh? <laughs> Oh, wait, but you you wanted Collins inside, didn't you? Do you want Wills inside? And I was wrong. They all Collins is one of the best right tackles in the NFL. I was super wrong. Now he is. Yeah, I mean he struggled to start, but yeah, you're right. Um, no, but Jedrick Wills one of my favorite players in this class for sure. Why don't you just draft both like, of them? Am I right? And Tua. That's what they should do. And make me GM. And Judy. And Ruggs. And Devonta Smith. <laughs> yeah. Good idea, Rob. And Najee Harris. No. <laughs> no Najee Harris. Thank you. Uh, you said you're Derek Brown. Yeah, because right? I'm a cheater. Uh, okay, here's a guy that I, I have been hard on. Donovan Peoples-Jones. I put him here. Four for 48 in a score against Michigan State. Um, should have had another score. He stepped out of bounds. But they didn't know that at the time. And it was a, just a spectacular yak touchdown from him. They were just getting him the ball on bubble screens in space, and he was flashing that twitchy athleticism, and again the yards after uh, the catch ability, mm-hmm. and that like in that moment, that was the first time I really saw what I think people want him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like the Michigan I, receivers. I want him to go back because this receiver class is so deep. I do too, and I want a year of him like just doing it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Michigan's playing like the best team in the country. I'm glad you said it, Rob. And they're uh, they're ready for Indiana. I mean, the, Shea Patterson's thrown four touchdown passes in games against Michigan State. They're a threat. You know, Michigan State's been to the playoff, right? <laughs> Michigan's never been to the playoffs. So look what Shea's doing. It's so weird Congrats. that Michigan State's been to the playoffs. I don't know why. Hunter Cook, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I already said Del Pitt for my prospect being overhyped. I said Anthony Gordon, remember? Oh, yeah. Because you don't think he's Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes. I said it. Okay, small school guy who caught your eye. Okay, this is why I'm waiting for the whole show. You could tell. (laughs) (laughs) It's your favorite one. I put two receivers together, uh, both from Arkansas State. Omar Bayless and uh, our boy KJ Kermit. Was this his name again? KJ Kermit. Okay, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's stay with Bayless. Okay. Uh, leads the country in receiving yards. Leads the country in receiving touchdowns. Uh, in the Bolitnikov's semi-final list, whatever it's called. Seven catches, hundred two yards. And, shut up. <laughs> the touchdown. Six three, two hundred ish, I believe, off the top of my head. Why are you sleeping on him, Rob? I'm just trying to think about the other receiver's name. Is it, it's not K, what did I say, KJ Kermit. <laughs> I'm about to say it. Okay, no, give me a sec. Give me a hint. Uh, it, it's KM is his initials. He's uh, your favorite receiver of all time. He's a great blocker. Kirk Merritt. That's absolutely correct. Well done. He was a sick blocker. He's one of my favorite Sun Belt players. So I gave him a late draft because I love him so much. But in this game, okay. Seven catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns. The game-winning touchdown with 32 seconds left. All right. Also, I should have watched this game. Also, five kick returns for 110 yards, so he can do it too. I love Kurt Merritt. He's an all-around player. He's going to be a special team stud. I love him. Okay? I agree. 
would you comp for him? Matthew Slater? <laughs> yeah, Matthew Slater with more offensive upside comp. Oh, jeez. Yeah, big one. Um, my small school guy, receiver John Hightower, talked about him. See, my suck, because you, you pick two guys we don't talk about. Well, hold on. Can I give a real Kirk Merritt comp? Yeah. Ricardo Lockett. <laughs> wow, that's sick. I love Ricardo Lockett. That's my comp. I'm standing Mine, by Mine's it. probably some CFL slot. <laughs> he does look like a good CFL player. I'll say that. He does, doesn't he? He's going to be a 60. Anyways, high tower, NFL speed, blah, blah, blah. We should become CFL agents. Dude, I don't know. Like, why. on the side of doing this. Because we see these guys, and we're like, you're not going to make this. This is mean. You're not going to make the NFL, but the CFL? Okay, Mike Glass could be a CFL all-star. Uh, what's his face? Barker. Yeah. You know who the first person I'm calling is? Nathan Rock. Northern Illinois linebacker Antonio Jones. Oh, you're fucking boy. You love him so I much. love him. Imagine, like, we'd have, like, the <laughs> coolest group of <laughs> players we that we should represent. see if the CFL needs us to do something for them. I mean, the Argos are in dire hands right now, so I'm sure we can get involved there. Anyway, I had John Hightower, who big plays against New Mexico all game, yeah. and Cincinnati running back Michael Warren, who's just going to go day three and be a good pro. I love him. You do I love, love him so close. Good contact balance. Just solid back. Just so solid. Your comp's Alexander Madison, I remember. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird episode. Why is it so hot in here? I don't know. It's not. I don't have one. It's Dalvin Cook! <laughs> Whoa. Which was Madison's comp? Correct. Anyways, let's see. <laughs> the Vikings drafted him. Yeah, exactly. Let's make some picks for Howard. Come on. Okay, well, first, let's make some money. Yeah. And let me tell you, support for Armchair comes from (laughs) Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, let me tell you guys, I tried to shave my family jewels this week. Uh Uh-oh. And you know how I do. Straight blade, (laughs) straight to them. Blood everywhere. Big mess. Had to take that to the hospital. Guess how awkward that is. Was this uh, after your big pancake breakfast? <laughs> yeah, this was after after I impregnated my wife after all the flapjacks. I your future wife. Your fiance. God, I'm just such a man. Uh, and that's why I use Manscaped. And they have a redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary, proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping. Accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. I like this. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Can I do a quick 20? Oh, I'm so sorry. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com using the promo code armchair. That was like a great infomercial. Quick double plug. Use Blue Chew, then use Manscaped because it's easier to, to trim with a boner. Not, oh, it feels so good. I mean, sometimes the penis is just in the way. Like, get out of the way, get a boner. <laughs> Correct. 
<laughs> you correct. Your penis leaves your body when you have a boner, right? That's normal. Correct. Okay. Week thirteen matchups. Uh, how'd you do last week? Uh, five and five. Still alive. Uh, I went six and four. I'm sixteen and fifty on the season. I'm a winner. Fifty-seven and fifty-three. Okay. This this has been a mess of a podcast. We won't take too long. Uh, noon Fox game. The, the big noon Saturday big kickoff game is actually good for once. No offense to uh, no no offense to Gus and Joel because they're the best in the business. They make the games great. They do. I I legitimately that's like my volumed game every week. Even if I'm watching like I don't know Indiana Penn State, uh, because they just they got big game voices. Um, they do. Buckeyes eighteen and a half point favorites. Penn State's number eight. Ohio State's number two after the college football playoff ranking came out. Yeah, Penn State definitely Ohio State's biggest test of the season. Eighteen and a half points. A lot of points. I'm stupid and I'm taking Penn State plus the points. I'm smart and I will not pick against my Buckeyes. Give me 18 and a half. Chase Young's coming back. He's fresh. Hasn't played in two weeks. Uh, the Penn State offensive line shaky. It's rusty, rough. We, I don't know. Even though Sean Clifford's the fastest quarterback in the history of mankind, <laughs> he struggled last week. I, I yeah, he's very like up and down. Their offense is in their run games really up and down. Their offense is really built around like KJ Hamler and your boy Baby Gronk, who we just found out is draft eligible. eligible. Yeah, um, those two making big plays and, and defensively, Penn State again inconsistent. Like Grossman's house hasn't like he, he doesn't take over games. No, at all. And the, their secondary is a little shaky. I think Justin Fields is going to give them issues. Uh, yeah, so give me the Buckeyes. I think I think Penn State's. Like, there's just not a lot of great teams in the country, so mm-hmm. they're probably a top ten team. But like, I haven't really felt no they, really comfortable with Penn State at all this year. I'm just like that's a lot of points, and I feel like Ohio State might stumble and just win by fourteen. How come Minnesota's ranked behind Penn State? I don't know. The rankings are fucked. Anyways, let me ask you a question. Yes. Knowing if you knew Sean Clifford received death threats this week, does that affect your pick at all? Is that true? Yeah, it's fucked. I don't know why. From 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 Penn State fans? Yeah. Okay, so they're racist and they threaten players? What's this racist part? Oh, that. I remember now. Sorry. The, the hair the thing. The hair thing. Yeah, yeah. That fucking moron. I couldn't play for Penn State either because I got tattoos. Penn State is just full of problems. You know, you know, you know I was going to play for the Nittany Lions if I didn't have tattoos, right? Yeah, Joe Powell wanted you. He wanted you bad. Everyone needs an option quarterback on their roster. Well, that's what you're going to do, okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were like the next Troy Apke. Troy Apke's spark score is off the charts. We never, we've never tested you. I mean, that's fair. I did outbench Christian McCaffrey. Cliff, yeah, Clifford had to delete his social media accounts. That's fuck, fuck Penn State. After the Minnesota game. Oh, God. That's awful. That makes me upset that... Imagine being in college and not making any money, having to go to class and then deal with that. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Uh, okay, noon, ESPN. There's no line on this game, but, like, you know ESPN. They just want the best of the best on their broadcast. Western Carolina at number five, Alabama. Okay. No line. We'll do a pick em here, I guess. <laughs> Don't give ourselves a free win. Okay, we're going to set a line, and we're going we're gonna to play off that line, okay? Okay, I like this. 51 and a half. That's off the top of my head. What that two is not playing? Come on, it's gotta be lower than that. It's my line. Take take who you want. Well, is two is little uh, to me? Jones is gonna play like half, and they're gonna put two little brother yeah, in. Probably, 
51 and a half. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Bama. <laughs> See? I don't know a thing about Western Carolina other than the Panthers fullback played both ways for them like three years Keon ago. Carlson. Oh, yeah, true. The, the boy. The best. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, 51 and a yeah, half lock, I'm taking Bama. We're, I don't know. They're playing for two and a Exactly. We're both taking Bama. Minus 51 That's a high... Like, I considered taking Western Carolina. Yeah, I tried to I tried to bait you in there. Should have put it for you. That's a lot for no Tua. We have no idea. <laughs> it's my line. You can do it whatever, with that, whatever with, with, with on it. Before the show's over, I might switch. That's fine. You got you got until it's over. But I'm in charge of when it ends, so I could just... <laughs> well, that wouldn't help you. Oh, you can Oh, you can put it on all night. That's true. Shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, noon ABC, number 10, Minnesota at Northwestern. This is like the worst Northwestern football team I've ever seen. Golden Gophers, 14-point favorites. Yeah, this is when Pat Fitzgerald's finally going to get an NFL gig, though. So. Yeah, because he'll finally know it's time he needs to leave, and the Bears do need a head coach. Oh, shit. Uh, Minnesota, minus the points. Yeah, I mean, not only can Northwestern not cover Rashad Bateman, but they probably, if they can't cover him, they can't cover Tyler Johnson. Mor- Morgan might not play, though. That's, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters either. So, and then other side of the ball, the Minnesota like low key has Solid. dudes like yeah. Kamal Martin, Carter Coughlin, Antoine Winfield Jr. Yeah. Like NFL dudes on this defense. Northwestern. Uh, oh, sorry, Joe Gaziano <laughs> got a, a shrine game. I saw. I was so happy. <laughs> Are we bad people that there's just like random college football players that? We don't like for no reason. We talk, I love Joe Gaziano. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. I, I hate him so much. <laughs> uh, and, and, yeah, Northwestern can't move the ball. And, um, Kate, Kate, we get it, Rob. Just th- pick Minnesota. They'll never fire their OC. They won't. Pick Minnesota. Hurry up. I did. Hunter Johnson sucks, by the way. Just buying time to change my pick to Western Carolina in a bit. <laughs> really thinking about it. I'm trying to find some online odds. Uh, 3.30 uh, p.m. CBS. First of all, Gary Danielson should probably oh, be fired. God. I don't know if enough people are talking about the way he handled that girl in the game getting um, like concussed and stretched out. Any update on her? I hope she's okay. Yeah, she's fine. She tweeted. Okay, she's, good. she's good. Good, good. But yeah, that guy was just laughing and like Brad Nessler didn't know what to do. It was very awkward. I don't, and first he thought it was a player? It was so... He was... First, not only was he completely confused by the situation, he then found it funny... And this was at the point where she was not moving. No, <laughs> like Gary Danielson's a bad person. I'm only laughing at how fucked Gary Danielson is. I I hate him so much, just so much. But he keeps on bringing anyway. it back. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Texas A&M at number four, Georgia Bulldogs, thirteen point favorites. Texas A&M is not good. Yeah, I don't like this line because Georgia's not good. <laughs> They're the fourth best team in the country. I'm taking Georgia. Uh, the, 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 Georgia wins this game 24 to 10. And that's a cover. Respect. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I'm taking Georgia. I knew I convinced you. Okay. I was always taking Georgia. I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> 330 ESPN. So ESPN starts hot with Western Carolina and Alabama. I might still change my pick. Uh, and then they go to number 13, Michigan at Indiana. It's not easy to win in Indiana. It's not. Okay, from here on out, I'm taking all the home dogs because i got to sh- shake it off this week, and I'm stupid, okay? Okay, Michigan's nine-point favorites. <laughs> I'm taking Indiana, Indiana plus the points, baby. 
It's some reverse jinx bullshit. No, 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 no. Take, I think Michigan wins the Wolverines. Now you're wrong. You're wrong. Peyton Ramsey's going to carve the Wolverines up. Probably. I need Michigan not to lose again until the game. They're going to get caught looking ahead. and. I need it to mean more when we play you guys instead of just this regular bullshit. You guys are trying to, like, make fucking... The tax slayer bowl. We're, we're just we're going to the fucking to, playoff again. We're trying to position ourselves as best we can to play Florida. Okay, you gotta understand. <laughs> that's our goal. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait for the what? What? What's it gonna be? The Orange Bowl? I hope so. That'd be a good one. <laughs> okay, probably gonna be the, the yeah right tax slayer bowl. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Michigan. Three thirty ABC UCLA at now ranked number twenty three USC Respect. Trojans fourteen point favorites. Yeah, UCLA is not a very good football team, but they're better than they were last year. They so were. Chip's doing a good job. Credit to Chip. Credit to DTR. Uh, I'm not betting against Keenan Slovis. No, me no either. fucking way in hell. Let's <laughs> give me USC. Uh, Graham Harrell is saving uh, Clay Hilton's job. It's true. And Graham Harrell and Slovis are saving Clay Hilton's job. They should just leave together. They should. Yeah. They really should. Uh, Yeah, I'm also taking USC. 4 p.m. Fox. Purdue at number 12, Wisconsin. Badgers 24.5 point favorites. Uh, Why is this game on TV? Give me Wisconsin to cover. It's not a good week, eh? Like, after Ohio State, Penn State, it's just nothing. Yeah, no. It's like, I, I can see in theory how a lot of these games would have been good before the season. It just did not play out well for this schedule at all. You know, you're right, but my prediction is, you're, I'm, I got a couple home dogs coming up. The home dog is going to show up, Rob. Like cover or actual upset? We'll see. Okay, I'm taking Wisconsin. I'm also cover. taking Wisconsin. Purdue's too banged up this year. Yeah, I feel bad for Purdue because they like, talented roster, but just the injuries got on them. I, I like if Marcus Bailey Richardson goes back though, mm. and like then Rondell Moore is healthy and draft eligible, and they they have that other receiver who's good all of a sudden. Yeah, um, why am I forgetting his name? I like him though. Yeah, and, and Plummer has been ben, like he's a freshman quarterback who's thrown in looked pretty good but got hurt. Like I think they'll they'll be more interesting next year for sure. Yeah. Um, seven thirty ABC number six Oregon at Arizona State Ducks fourteen and a half point favorites. Okay. Why is this the ABC game? Because there's nothing else. What like what would you have picked? I'm not. I wouldn't. Like this is fine with me, but something's fishy here. Is my point, Rob? Herm Edwards in the desert under the lights. Go Sparty plus the points. Nah, Jaden Daniels gonna get rattled. That that Oregon Sparty. defense is too good. I don't know, man. This feels like just one of those games that Oregon goes and they uh, they squeak one out. Okay, you're not calling the upset. Okay. That's oh, no, no, no. Oregon wins. Um, I feel good about that. Okay. But. See, I feel like it's either Oregon's upset or they just destroy them. So, I'll, I'll go the destroy route. Yeah. Oregon's playing too good at football right now. They know it's on the line. Makes sense. They're playing Utah for a chance to call a triple playoff. Yep. Uh, so, go Ducks. I, you know what it is, it, though? It, I, I love the Ducks so much, but I can't trust them fully because they've let me down a couple times. Fair. 8 p.m. Fox. TCU at number 9 Oklahoma. Sooners 18-point favorites. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fucking around. I'll take a <laughs> Yeah, this is a bad TCU team. Roll Sooners. Yeah. Uh, 10 p.m. ESPN. Washington 14.5-point favorites at Colorado. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. I think this one's really justified. I think Washington could get upset. It's not a good Huskies year. Jacob Eason's been all over the place. It's a lot of it's points. It's like perfect when... 
the East Coast is sleeping, Washington drops a game. Yeah. I know it doesn't really matter because they're not ranked this year. But, like, this would be a really bad loss. Yeah, I, I again, I don't think they lose, but I think Colorado gives them hell. I don't, I don't. I honestly feel pretty good that Colorado loses by less than two and a half. Uh, two, well, two touchdowns. I'm also, mm, no, I'm going to take the Huskies. See, this is why you're going to go seven and three this week, and I'm going three and seven. I could still change my Alabama pick. <laughs> don't do it. I won't, but I'm really thought about it. But I just want to go to bed, and I can't continue the show anymore. <laughs> There's, uh, so thanks for thanks for listening. There can't be any actual line out there, right? Like no odds makers putting this game out. I I couldn't find one anywhere. Like all our lines are from my bookie, but then I checked other places, and like no one has a line on the game. Because why the fuck would they? Anyways, if you're listening and you want to uh, bet this game, call me. I'll take money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh. Thanks for listening. Follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. Follow me at RobPaulNFL. And uh, tune in tomorrow where we'll talk NFL rookies. Go Western Canada.